Hey friends, if this is your first time listening to the Spillway podcast, we encourage you to start at the prologue and work your way up to this sequential episode. If you choose to forge on despite this plea, keep these four things in mind. First, we are a serial. Our work is relational, and the beginning episodes are about building trust, familiarity, and shared frameworks and contexts. And also, white people talking to white people about white people things is a newer concept for a lot of folks. We don't want to push people into the deep end. So please, save yourself the headache. We'll be here when you're caught up. Two, stay in your own lane. We build space to examine, critique, hold, and love white people as we navigate pushback and relapse in the mechanics of white supremacy and white shame within white culture and white culture alone. And that's however much we can in the fluidity of culture. Three, we're in the combined fabric of destiny. Our humanity, as Dr. King defines, is interrelated. Everyone is caught in an inescapable network of mutuality tied in a single garment of destiny. Whatever affects one directly affects all indirectly. I can never be what I ought to be until you are what you ought to be, and you can never be what you ought to be until I am what I ought to be. This is the interrelated structure of reality. That's point one. Point 3.5, we are a piece of the broader racial justice movement. We're not trying to divert resources nor claim that we're a one-stop shop. Being in cross-cultural community, educating ourselves, and being in good relation is unquestionably vital to our work. This show is about white people, cleaning and mending our own section of the fabric and the work we need to do before, during, and after showing up in shared spaces. And lastly, one right way. This form of grounding empathy, compassion, patience, and understanding at the core of white culture may or may not work for everyone. That's okay. There are other resources out there. We all share the same goal as beautifully defined by Adrienne Marie Brown to create a world where everyone experiences abundance, access, pleasure, human rights, dignity, freedom, transformative justice, peace. We long for this. We believe it is possible. We're trying this approach, but that doesn't mean that it's the best or right approach for you. If it doesn't apply, let it fly. And with that, for better or worse, we began entering the spillway. been an experience. Uh, when Lauren invited me to, to be a part of this, I said yes, without getting any specifics. And I did that again, when they asked me to write the epilogue. And it, in both cases, I agonized over everything I said, wrote, did. And then I realized somewhere along the way oh shit this isn't about me not being the center of everything freed me up to participate without fear and to let the creativity flow without being hindered by my worries to to something larger than myself and then as i wrote it became clear that it is actually about me and also everyone else. And that's that paradox that emerges. We are all important 
individually and not at all as individuals, but in our larger humanity. And that's a lot of what the spillway does. It opens up the paradox of being white in the US. The duality of loving, of living, of understanding the world as both a perpetrator and a victim of white supremacy. And it doesn't stop there. It dives deep into the nuance of both states, the, the shared and the individual, and differentiates them from the experiences of BIPOC folks and dares to ask, where do I stop and you begin? Where do you stop and I begin? And with the tenderness of a loving parent, Lauren takes our hands and walks us through how we have benefited from white supremacy and how that has hurt us and how that has harmed others, specifically the BIPOC community in the US. Lauren is my dearest friend and they are full of love, not the love of Hallmark or Disney, the love that shows up, the love that dedicates their life to showing up, often for people they will never know. The love that, again, dives deep into the hard end of things, swimming to the bottom to unplug that filter at the source, no matter how long they have to hold their breath to do it. And their continued love for me in that same way is why I'm here, because of their love for me and my love for them. And in the process, my own heart has been changed and challenged and charged with the energy of their mission. There's, I mean, still so much work to do. And without Lauren's help, I would not have known where to put my feet to even start. They asked me to write a poem because really, at my heart, I'm a poet, which I mostly ignore because poetry says, hey, look, tender spot. Let's poke it. Let's examine it. And I don't want to <laughs> most of the time. But for Lauren's love, I'll, I'll do it. I'll show up. There are a lot of people here. Bodies breathing, blinking, grabbing, asking, leaning, waiting for coffee, for tea, for muffins, for napkins, Take them and go and leave and step out and hurry and trip and glide away. There's not one human body the same as any other human body twirling about this space. And yet, and yet, we all breathe the same air each other's air, in and out, here you go, have some of this. Wow. 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 We have all tasted each other's blood. And if we go back and back and back and back before any of us knew how the world wanted us to hold life, in dollars and coins and no touching, please. We here in this shop, we're all babies. Filling our lungs with the air of those who came before, 
releasing it for those who will come after, living in our interconnectedness, unaware of any separateness, reaching without hesitation for the softness of another human being. We very literally breathe each other's air. That's not something I made up. And that's freeing and terrifying because it means we are connected and responsible for one another. So what do we do? We grab our talents, our hobbies and desires and turn that toward collective liberation. And we do it in community. And if you are white, which if you are listening to this, my assumption is that you are and feel afraid, ashamed, guilty, angry, whatever, plug into other white people and share those feelings. Cry with those white people unpack with those white people, approach their feelings with curiosity, hold each other. Check out the Spillways website and know that you are not alone and that you can move forward and that when you fuck up, because you will, you can always begin again. Cancel culture be damned. This is important, and it's not the responsibility of BIPOC folks. If we really want to heal racism, white supremacy, and patriarchy, we have to name, explore, and work to heal our own collective whiteness. Not show up on the doorstep of BIPOC people and ask them to show us the way. Is it scary? Absolutely. Can we do it anyway? Can we dive into the deep end and follow each other to the heart of where the work is? We can. And we are. 